Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. We're very happy to be with you today. A very nice February afternoon. Today's a big day for us here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We have completed our birthday just recently. We crossed over the 14th year of weekly broadcasts here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. So I'm always happy to start the new year for Nevada Real Estate Radio by talking about the new year, the 15th year. We are in our 15th year of weekly broadcasts, and boy, have we talked about a lot of great things when it comes to real estate in northern Nevada. In that amount of time, things have changed dramatically. I launched this radio show in 2006. The market was hot and cooking then, but it was on its way down real soon because we know what happened during the mortgage meltdown of 2012. took a big dive. Well, since then... Recovery has been on the way. We're going to talk about the latest statistics from the Reno Sparks of Association of Realtors and look at those median home prices, not only here in Reno Sparks, but also in one of my favorite small communities, Fernley, Nevada. We're going to be looking and chatting a little bit about the new big sale that happened recently in commercial real estate downtown Reno, the sale of Harrah's Casino. Wow, that's huge. That's like one of the biggest icons in northern Nevada to think that it's changing hands and that it, from what I hear, is not going to be a gambling operation. I mean, that's huge. That talks about the way that Reno is transforming from a dusty little town in the west to a high-tech community. We'll talk about that and more later on the show. We also have two great guests joining us from the Four Kids Foundation. Annie Goni-Stewart is the CEO of the executive director and is going to tell us all about these great opportunities that she has to help kids in northern Nevada. And joining her is Matt Rittenhouse. Matt is with Nevada State Bank. He's going to be talking to us about his work as a board member on the Four Kids Foundation. And when we go to this break, I know that our producer, Ian Kesey, is going to be playing some outstanding polka music. And we'll tell you why after this. What time is it? It's polka time. Dust off your dirndl, put on your lederhosen. The Four Kids Foundation Polka Dance Party is Friday, April 24th at Bavarian World. Enjoy a delightful evening of Bavarian cuisine, polka dancing, and live music from Corky and the Wiener Sitzels. Get ready for an oompa good time. Four Kids Foundation funds the urgent unmet needs of children in northern Nevada. Get tickets to the polka dance party at fourkidsfoundation.org. That's fourkidsfoundation.org. It's polka time. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I want to thank one of our newest sponsors that has joined us at Nevada Real Estate Radio, All Hours Air. It is an amazing company. I had them visit my home not long ago. And you talk about a professional operation that was there on time and gave me all the information and guidance that I needed to get my heating and air conditioning moving and doing the right thing again. I want to thank you, All Hours Air, like they thanked me after the recent business that we did with them. They do all kinds of stuff, heating, air conditioning, duct cleaning services, you name it. All Hours Air is delivering wow, thorough service. And the wow, I mean, that's what I said, wow. Give them a call here in northern Nevada, 775-331-8386-35. All Hours Air. With us in the studio today, Andy Goni-Stewart from the Four Kids Foundation. It's good to have you here. Every time I see you, I smile. Every time I listen to polka music, I smile. There's <laughs> just some things that always put you in a good mood, Andy. There are, yeah. Polka is right up there at the top of the list. We're going to talk about the polka dance party that's coming up later on the show, but talk to us a little bit about the Four Kids Foundation and what it is for the people that don't know. Well, Four Kids Foundation, we've got you beat by a couple of years. We've been serving northern Nevada since 2003. 
So just a couple years before you before did. Before I launched my radio right, show, yes. Right, okay. <laughs> but what 4Kids Foundation was created was to help kids in northern Nevada. Mm -hmm. What we do is we step in to fund the urgent unmet needs of kids who we say fall through the cracks. Those kids that are ineligible to receive services for a variety of reasons. Uh -huh. So we step in to fill in those gaps and provide for medical, dental, psychological, and educational products and services when there is no other resource. You know, I know people that care a lot about uh, wild horses, I know people that care a lot about uh, the nature, the background, and people that care about you know mountain climbing, snowshoeing. What is it about kids that excites you? That what is it about the mission? Why for Kids Foundation? Kids, they're our future. And as a parent of my own kids, mm -hmm. I know how tough it is to be a parent when everything is going well. So throw in you know maybe a loss of a job or a serious illness or some other you know, disaster that happens to the family, these families are just struggling to get by. And, you know, we're just trying to help fill in the gaps and give these kids an opportunity to thrive mm -hmm. at whatever level that might be. Yeah, and you know, Annie, the, the families have changed quite a bit in the last uh, 20, 30 years or more. Look, I come from a big family. I'm the 10th of 11 kids. Mm -hmm. And when I needed help that I couldn't get, I not only had my parents, but I had nine older brothers and sisters to help. Uh, families are small nowadays. Sometimes it's one kid, maybe two kids in a family. And if there's a challenge, if there's an issue, I mean, they may not have anybody to go to, especially if they're from a single parent family, maybe have zero siblings, and they're kind of out there drifting on their own. I'm glad to know that you help those kinds of kids. I agree. Today's children are the future of America, and I need these kids to be smart, strong, and healthy because I need them to take care of me when I'm old, Annie. One of these days, I know, right? <laughs> you brought you brought one of your associates with you today. I do. We have a new board member, Matthew Rittenhouse, also known as Matt. Yes. <laughs> hey, Matt. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what you do. Uh, well, right now, I'm a personal banker for Nevada State Bank. I just moved to Reno about four months ago from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, my family is out here. My mom is a special education teacher and has been since I was born and beyond that, obviously. Uh, and that's kind of what brought me to the Four Kids Foundation. I have a, a fellow board member, Caesar, that I work with as well. And he was the one that kind of brought it to my attention. And working you know, closely with kids is something that I've done kind of indirectly my whole life through being around my mom and what she does. And she's done private therapy for a lot of kids that have needed it. And so seeing the impact that it could have on a kid's life, being able to provide them with something, you know, an opportunity that they might not necessarily have had before is something really special that we're able to do. That's awesome. Matt, are you a native of Nebraska? No, uh, Nevada is the sixth or seventh different state I lived in. I was originally born in Columbia, South Carolina. I see. Okay. So, but you can't, you took Horace Greeley's advice when you were in Omaha and you went west. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Know. I couldn't stand the, the winters anymore. They were too much, too much for me. That's not too that far from. That thin southern blood, yeah, you know. Yeah, not too far from my home state, home uh, county of northeast Colorado. I spent many a time in Nebraska. So I certainly mm -hmm. know the difference, the yeah. big difference coming I from spent, the uh, I spent a good chunk of my life in South Dakota prior to that as well. Oh, so I'm yeah. well versed in the winter times. Well, welcome to heaven. I'm yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm you. talking with two of the principals today at the Four Kids Foundation. Matt Rittenhouse is, is a new board member. And Annie Goney-Stewart is the president, the CEO, the executive director, the, the head honchess yes. of the Four Kids Foundation. You know, I guess one of the most exciting reasons that I have here today, Annie, is that you are promoting a big-time event that's coming up in April. And I like the fact that here we are, we got a couple more months before we get to April. We have plenty of time to make plans because uh, I look at this as somewhat of a um, aerobic kind of event. Ah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I, anytime I get to move, I feel better. And so many of our activities nowadays are sedentary. We have a sedentary lifestyle. We sit around, punch a keyboard all day, and then go home exhausted. I don't know how that can be, but it happens. Uh, nowadays, I want to move around to actually get rejuvenated and get more energy. Let our listeners know about this big event. Well, there's no way you can come to this event and not move. <laughs> it's a uh, Friday, April 24th, mm -hmm. we're kicking it old school, and we're going to Bavarian World in Reno, mm. and it's a dinner dance party with live polka music. Mm. So we plan on dancing polka all night long and having great raffle prizes, great Bavarian cuisine, 
And we're going to invite in some of the families that we've helped so we can share the stories of the kids that we've helped. But mostly we're going to have a good time, get together, and raise some serious funds so that we can help with our program awards for 2020. Oh, Annie, I want to make, I want to pretend like I don't know about this event, but I've been promoting it, talking about it since I heard about it earlier this year. I think it's a fantastic idea because, you know, I've been to the Accordion Festival in California for the last several years. It's a two-day event, nothing but accordion. Uh, from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m., and it's the most enchanting and out amazing event because there are so many happy people at the polka events, and I know that that's what's going to happen here. You cannot hear an accordion being played or see an accordion played and not smile. I would cha challenge anybody to try to frown when somebody <laughs> says, Try putting on lederhosen and not <laughs> smiling, you know? We're encouraging lederhosen and dirndls. Yeah, for those we're going to have a prize for the best dressed person. All right. Ian, over, he's over there scratching his head. He doesn't know what lederhosen is. Oh. Would you tell us what lederhosen well, is? Well, lederhosen translates into leather pants. Leather That's pants. the translation. Yeah. So basically it's those leather shorts with these um, suspenders, mm -hmm. you know. Leather and, pants, I guess, the Harley Davidson store. Well, maybe? I suppose. You know, they're usually cutoffs. But yeah. we're just encouraging whatever Bavarian wear you'd like to to dawn would be awesome, or a nice alpine hat. And for the ladies, the dirndls are the ones you see at Oktoberfest. You know, they're really cute outfits. So they're like a dress, a dirndl? It's a dress, dress. uh-huh, okay. which actually the peasants used to wear in the 1800s. Uh -huh. And then the, you know, the more elite crowd kind of took it on as a fashion statement. Kind of the way that I see these young women nowadays walking around with these holy Levi's, right, with all these worn-out clothes <laughs> that look like they've been through the ringer. Yeah. That, that's a fashion statement. <laughs> Very nice. And then um, they complain about how cold it is with all these holes in your jeans. Well, you know, and you go, go wonder, right? Uh, you know, Bavarian world, I want to talk about that. So way before I heard about this event, I had been and have been on occasion to have dinner at Bavarian world. I'm always looking for some place that nobody's talking about, right? A different world, if you will where I can walk in and I don't recognize anybody, nobody recognizes me, and it's like taking a trip out of town. And uh, Sherry and I went there about a year ago, Annie, and we were so delight delighted and enchanted by what we saw, what we heard, the food we ate. I mean, that is the best, the absolute best sauerbraten oh, I've agree. ever had. I agree. And if you've never had, had sauerbraten, well, you've never been in heaven. <laughs> Bavarian World is an outstanding place, just on its own as a restaurant, but it's also a deli and it's also a bakery, bakery and they have a marvelous dance floor in on one of the side elements of their restaurant uh it is just it really is a uh, an experience to go to bavarian world whether you can make it to the polka dance party or not i mean you've got to talk to klaus and check out bavarian world but i'm encouraging people to join us because we're going to be there and when we've been there before annie a lot of dancing, yep. a lot of dancing. And I love it because you see the little kids, the one-year-old, two-year-old with daddy, mama, grandpa, and then you'll see the adults out there doing their thing. And uh, it's just it's just such a delightful experience. And polka is an easy dance. You just bounce, you just move, you can have time, you can have fun. And it doesn't have to be something really complicated, you know. Uh, and it's Corky and the Wiener Schnitzels. Come on, that's the name of the band. <laughs> right? Annie, Even the Annie, name sounds Annie. fun. <laughs> Corky and the Wiener Schnitzels. We're going to talk about Corky and the Wiener Schnitzels. We're going to talk more about the great work that the Four Kids Foundation does. And yes, we're going to talk about real estate in Northern Nevada here on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Warm the cold, cool the heat. Your HVAC made worry-free. All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air license number 77009 
the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on 1180 AM Radio, the mighty monarch of the Sierra Nevadas. That's us up there flying around just like a butterfly, getting to all those homes via the air and on our website. You can visit there and listen to all the podcasts from previous shows, and you can hear the rest of this show in case you have to tune out before we're done talking to our great guests and about real estate. Visit the website at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Com. I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, about a great event that's happening this month. In fact, I'm getting ready for it now. Today, I'm wearing my beekeeping socks. Yes, I'm a beekeeper. I absolutely love my honey. I love my bees. I love my beehives. And I'm going to be meeting with a whole bunch of other bee aficionados at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up. February 21 and 22 in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. Some of the top speakers in the country will be there, including Randy Oliver. He's the man in charge of scientificbeekeeping.com. Randy is probably the foremost expert on scientific beekeeping in the sense that he knows how to take care of bees, how to make them healthy, how to keep them healthy, how to keep them producing so that they'll do the great job of not only delivering honey to our table, but more importantly, pollinating all of the great crops, vegetables, fruits. Imagine what the world would be like without pollinators. We need the honeybees. Help us save the bees. Support Nevada State Beekeepers by visiting the website and registering. NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. I hope to see you this year in Yarrington, Nevada. With me in the studio, Annie Goney Stewart from the Four Kids Foundation. Annie, you have any kids that would like to become beekeepers? Maybe. Might be kind of fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think if we put polka and beekeeping together, we can have a lot unstoppable. of unstoppable. Annie Goni Stewart is with us. She's the CEO, the executive director of the Four Kids Foundation, and with her, Matt Rittenhouse. Matt is a new board member. Matt, how long have you been on the board? Uh, um, not even a month. Not I don't even think. a month. He's yeah. new, new. Very well, new. Good. Well, then see, this is part of the initiation process. Yeah, you can exactly. Hear. Ian was... will be pulling out the hot, steamy towels here before we finish <laughs> up the show. Oh, it's all good. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing that. You know, being involved with your community where you live and work and raise your family is very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, let me tell, ask you a, a, about your mentors. I mean, you obviously have a mentor, somebody that you look up to, yep. Matt, that uh, maybe is a guidance for you, maybe is help get you where you are. Uh, well, I, you know, my dad pretty mm-hmm. much has been uh, very leading as far as how, uh, you know mistakes as well as things that he taught me you know Mm -hmm. I learned from his mistakes as well as you know learn from all the things that he taught me as well and can't really say enough about how many struggles I've seen him personally overcome just to make sure that you know we had food on the table and you know we've gone through struggles as a family but the way he just kind of was the cornerstone of everything that we did Mm -hmm. uh, really set the tone of how I kind of wanted to run my life and obviously you know I've made some mistakes as well and uh, tried to learn from them but I would yeah I would have to say he's probably the the leading impactor of my life and kind of where I've been that's great what I've it's, done it's really important that I think that we all have uh, aspirations in this world and, um, and many times I, I think people forget that those aspirations so uh, not only involve yourself but involve others uh, I, as a, as a much older gentleman than you are, I've, I've learned that it feels a lot better to do not nice things for other people mm-hmm. than to just think about yourself and make yourself happy mm-hmm. because um, it just gets exhausting. I mean, it just doesn't have the kind of satisfaction when you are constantly thinking about how to make yourself happy uh, that you get when you help other people become happy, help yeah. them improve their lives. Absolutely. It's a great sense of satisfaction. In fact, sometimes I feel kind of bad, you know, instead of being selfish, of course, I talk about helping others and doing great things for others, but I do great things for others and I help others kind of for myself sometimes because I feel so good when I do those things. So I'm a little bit selfish still in that regard, but uh, it's a great feeling to know that you've helped somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you an example. I was at a grocery store not long ago, and I was doing some shopping in one of the deli aisles, and uh, I hear somebody behind me say, uh, sir, can you help me? And I just turned around. I didn't know who, what. And I looked around. I didn't see anybody. But I looked down, and there was a man in a wheelchair. And he said to me, 
could you help me across the aisle? I, I can't reach the bread up at the very top. I said, absolutely. So I went over there. We had a nice conversation. I gave him his bread. He thanked me kindly. He went on his way. I went on my way. But you know, I felt so good about that. And it was just the smallest little thing, right? Mm -hmm. It involved no other transaction other than that, just a little bit of helpfulness. And that really made my day. I got to believe, Annie and Matt, that you feel the same way after some of your days. Annie, tell us about some of the things that go on, some of the stories. I feel like that almost every day when I can talk to these parents that are, you can hear it in their voice. They're heartbroken and stressed out that their child needs a service or a product that they can't afford. Mm -hmm. You can only imagine as a parent what that's like. And you can hear the pain in their voice. And so when I get to call them after a board meeting, like this morning, we had a telephone conference with our board where mm -hmm. we approved quite a few applications that had come through. And when I can call the families and tell them that we can get, for example, the oxygen concentrator machine for the 19-year-old boy who's confined to his house on oxygen because he has congestive heart failure, and now we're getting him a portable machine so he can be out of the house and have some independence. You can just hear the relief in mom's voice to know that now our son's life is going to completely change. Yeah. And that's just one example of the lives that are changed by our uh, program awards. Not only the life of the child that's changing, but yeah. it's the life of the parent. I mean, how, do you, parent, how much relief do you think she gets out of this? And, thing? you know, I think it also goes beyond just the child and the parent. Think about the teacher now at school. Yeah. When this kid's going to get the diagnosis and the treatment or prescription medications that he needs, how much easier her job is. Mm -hmm. Or the employer who now his, his staff can come in and be fully present because she knows her child's going to get a service that he needs that she can't afford. And she may well be able to be more... Uh, uh, punctual, perhaps, Absolutely. or attendance, yeah. whatever, because she has resolved this little issue thanks to the great work that you're doing at the Four Kids Foundation. Yeah, uh, it's a nonprofit organization. Is it uh, is it a standalone here in Northern Nevada, Annie, or is it part of a national organization? We are. We serve what we call Northern Nevada. So basically, the entire state north of the Las Vegas area mm -hmm. is is under our umbrella. Mm -hmm. And we help kids. We didn't mention it earlier. We help all the way up to age 21, from wow. birth to age 21. That way, those kids that age out of the foster system at age 18, mm -hmm. you know, they still might not be capable of paying for some of these services. So we're there to help them out until age 21. And doesn't it seem to you, Annie, that uh, young people are maturing a little slower this in this generation than last? I mean, mm -hmm. kids want to be kids longer, it yeah. seems like. Maybe it's just me because I'm getting older. It seems like the older <laughs> generation is getting older faster. It, it is. Because the older I'm part we get. of it. Uh, it's weird how that works. <laughs> hey, Matt. Matt, I, can't, I don't blame you, but you're, a, you're, you're like a meter. I see you and I see me. And I think, hey, that's a different part of the scale there. Uh, no, all great, Annie, that, uh, that it's like that. Uh, Matt, you were talking about that, you know, you grew up and, and you had some challenges in your mm -hmm in your uh, upbringing as far as, you know, we all need something. Sometimes there's a, nothing's easy. There's difficulties that we all have to conform with. And sometimes you need things that you just can't get. You absolutely need them. And look, that's happened to me in the past. And I'm many a time, I never got it. I remember that I didn't get it. And I, uh, in some ways, I think it hurt me. But in other ways, I think it helped me because one of the things that it taught me, I believe, had to have, I'm still here today, and that's self-reliance. So do you guys talk about that when you're helping people? Do you encourage them or do you help them in some way that not only are we giving you a fish for today, we're going to teach you how to go get that fish yourself tomorrow and beyond. Anything like that going on, Annie? By us stepping in and helping the family get over a financial hurdle mm -hmm. for a product or a service that the child needs, that might buy them a couple of months where they can plan going forward. For example, hiring a tutor to help the child that's just not thriving in the school, mm -hmm. you know. And so by offering them several months of tutoring that we're going to help fund, you know, that gives the family some time to save up and figure out a plan or, you know, get that child past that hurdle. Yeah. Um, you know, some of our services are just instant. You know, the child lost or broke his glasses mm -hmm. and the insurance company is not going to pay for a new pair for another year, but that kid needs glasses. Mm -hmm. We partner with other organizations like the Lions Club for their vision program. Yeah. If they can't cover it, then we'll provide that service. You know, a kid needs the glasses. You need your glasses now, Absolutely. right? Um, Absolutely. But for other services that we provide, it's kind of an ongoing thing, you know, for them as it develops. Yeah. You know, maybe psychological counseling. We'll provide a few months of counseling mm -hmm. while the family's getting over um, a large medical bill or mm -hmm. high deductible or that sort of thing. When I was a young man, we were a very poor family, Annie and Matt, and I, uh, I have no qualms in telling people that I did uh, receive a benefit from a nonprofit organization as a 
little boy, a young man, if you will. And I'll always remember uh, how it came down because it was a Christmas delivery to our house from a great organization in Colorado called the JCs. And I don't really know what the JCs stand for because I thought they all worked for Santa Claus. <laughs> JCs showed up at our house with a big box and they had presents for everybody. Food, the whole bit, it was just marvelous. I, I had no idea that this was ha going to happen and suddenly as a little boy I'm seeing this happen all around me. And uh, I, I really, really was focused on the people, I remember, as I was probably three or four years old. And I recognized some of the people. One of the persons was the man that worked at the post office. And another person was a man that I remember at the grocery store. And another man, I saw my dad talking to him, and I know, I don't remember where, but he was, they were some of our local people, you see. And ever since then, when I think about nonprofits and how they help young people, I think about how that organization helped me because what I wanted, I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be so successful that I could be like that grocery store owner or the man at the post office or the man at the department store. To be able to do what they were doing, that looked like a great thing for me. So that's how I learned self-reliance from a nonprofit organization as a young man. And Annie and Matt, I would bet that many of the young people that you're helping today are going to learn the same lesson. Mm -hmm. Reciprocity. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope so. They're yeah, going to do great things. Yeah. yeah. That's the goal, to we're set gonna, up for success. We're going to talk more with Annie Goni-Stewart and Matt Rittenhouse about the 4Kids Foundation. And yes, we're coming back to talk about some real estate after this. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. It's so sweet. The 10th Annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 21 and 22 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Beginner or seasoned beekeepers learn the health benefits of honey, the latest research on bee people and the bugs they love, the beehive pharmacy, how to make mead with your own honey, contests, raffles, beekeeping supplies. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 21 and 22 in Yerington, Nevada. Register NevadaStateBeekeepers.org, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. Those holidays were pretty heavy on my carpet in the house. So has the recent weather. And now with all these great events coming up in the spring, got to get some work done at my house. Who am I going to call? The good people at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning, you name it. Extraction Jackson can take care of the problem. Jack has a great spokesperson. Actually, it's a spokes dog. Bear is a bear of a dog. And why does he have a dog for a spokes dog? It's because he's a pet stain specialist. CJ's recommended carpet care. They know how to take care of your carpet so well, your neighbors and your friends won't even know you have pets unless they love to pet Fido when he comes to the door. Those carpets look like they're brand new. I'm calling soon. CJ's recommended carpet care. 829 1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. With me in the studio, Annie Goni Stewart from the Four Kids Foundation, also Matt Rittenhouse, new board member at the Four Kids Foundation. I hope you both are enjoying being on the show today. You know, we talk a little about real estate here on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and probably one of the biggest news that happened last week was the Harrah's Hotel Casino being sold here in northern Nevada, and it's apparently going to be renovated into apartments, office, mm -hmm. retail space, get a whole new name, no gambling. Annie, did you ever think you'd see that in Reno? No. <laughs> I mean, that is just amazing. Uh, it's just this this company, Caesars, has been leasing the casino from VIC at Properties, and they made the announcement just last week, 
and it was uh, it was a shock, really, I think, to many of us in the in the city because a lot of us we liked the way Reno was. We liked that history. We love all of the monuments, right? to the development and the growth of northern Nevada. And as these buildings are being sold and come down, it's really changing the whole complexity of northern Nevada. It's not the same as it used to be, Annie. When I moved here in 2000, I bet it's changed pretty dramatically for you, too. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's going to be a good thing, better, to um, see I think, less, less I of, think so. Less of what it is old? kind of sad, though. I like the old school, you know, we I hosted an event in the old Bill Harris room, you mm -hmm. know, and it just feels like you're taking a step back in time. Yeah. And that part's kind of cool. But, you know, we got we to gotta yeah. move along with the times, I think. And Well, you know, there's not as much interest in gambling as there used to be uh, anywhere in, in Nevada. And I think it's because there's a lot more interest of in gambling outside of Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't really have that cachet that it used to. Mm -mm. But it is showing, I think, that uh, different kind of people are moving to Nevada and people want different things. And it's not gambling we want anymore. It's adventure, mm -hmm. entertainment. Matt, what's one of the reasons you like living in northern Nevada? Uh, to be honest, I love the mountains. I love to ski and hike and do all that. They didn't have that in Omaha. Surprisingly, <laughs> no. You can't. You can't surf on top of the cornfields. You know. <laughs> so I love my, my girlfriend and I. We have two dogs and we take them out pretty much anywhere we go with us. And mm -hmm. we love to hike and go on the lake and do all of that outdoorsy yeah. stuff. It really is a great place to live and to, you know, enjoy life to raise a family. Fantastic. And yeah. I think that Reno has really been discovered, Annie and Matt, in the last. 10 years or so. It's really kind of, un. I mean, I've lived all over the country and I've never, Reno has never been on my, you know, desired lived list, but I mean, it's the best place that I've lived thus far, by far. Yeah, yeah. I remember during the economic uh, downturn, I went to a uh, meeting put on by the company I was working with at the time when I was a mortgage lender and it was an economic uh, analyst and forecaster from Florida came in and he came in apparently a couple of days ago and he had a big presentation at the Nevada Museum of Art downtown, and uh, he basically said that the problem with Reno at that time, this was in 2006, he said the problem with Reno is not what's happening in Reno, it's that Reno has uh, a bad name. You know, when you look at his reputation back in 2006, it was a dingy, seedy little divorce town, and he said something so funny, he said, Reno needs to change its name to East Lake Tahoe. <laughs> and I just love that because it really is. I mean, that's really where we are. But Reno, keep the name Reno still at that point kept people away. But now that we've been discovered, let's face it, we are East Lake Tahoe. We're mm -hmm. right there. And being uh, this accessible to such a great recreational area and many, many more uh, puts Reno in a prime position. It's no wonder that people want to move here. I, I jokingly say sometimes that Reno does not have a housing shortage. We have too many people. Yeah. That's what the problem is. The same amount of houses, in fact, more are here than there were even just last year, last month. It's that there are so many people that are coming to Reno because they love Reno. They've heard about it. And I'm no different. I tell people just how much I enjoy, I'm enjoying living in northern Nevada. And it's a way for time to go fast. 20 years since I've mm -hmm. lived in northern Nevada. That is amazing. Annie, you uh, told us a little bit about... Uh, some people that you, some of the kids that you helped in the last segment. Can you talk to us any more? Tell us about some other stories of the people that you helped here in Northern Nevada. Uh, yeah. That, give some see. examples of what kind of ways uh, that you helped. To give some examples, you know, our awards go from anywhere from $30, where we paid the registration fee for a child to go to music camp, and they go up to two, $3,000 to help a child get orthodontia. You mm -hmm. know, every case is different. Every case is brought before the board of directors for consideration. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some of our kids go for uh, equine assisted therapy down in Washoe Valley. Mm -hmm. We have a partnership with Nevada Equine Assisted Therapy, also known as NEAT, N-E-A-T. Oh, yes. I've been to one of the NEAT events. Right. We did a, a concert fun. last yep. summer, and that was specifically created to benefit the scholarship program that we have for Equine Assisted Therapy Awards for these kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's been shown to help these kids that suffer from depression, anxiety, you know, all a host of, of psychological issues. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll, we'll you know, uh, award these kids with 10 sessions of therapy, mm -hmm. and there is definitely a benefit there. So are you, in, in an instance like that, uh, if you have people on your board that are equestrians themselves, uh, that are familiar with the world of horses, is that a helpful thing, knowing that that's something that 
Is that how something like that would have come about? Um, no, you know, our founder, Earl Nielsen, is PhD. And so he understands child psychology and the medical issues mm -hmm. that surround a lot of the anxiety and depression, th those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And so it was really beneficial to have him s serve on the board. Mm -hmm. He would help us in layman's terms explain why this child would benefit from a program like equine assisted therapy. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so being a horseback rider, it's not really horseback riding. <laughs> There's way more involved to it. They work with this child who maybe is afraid to be around adults because of the way they've treated them. And now they're with this massive animal that they have to learn to trust to be with. So there's a whole, it's not just getting up on the horse and going for a ride around the stable. There's a whole background of getting the child comfortable, you know, and respecting the animal and having the animal respect him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome to witness. I've gone down several times to the ranch to visit with the ladies there and watch some of the kids that are being, mm -hmm. um, going through their therapy sessions with the horses. Mm. So the first couple of sessions are just working with a horse, you know, before they even get up on the saddle. So that's the, you know, that's also part of it. But the other part is getting comfortable around this massive animal. I know a lot of people that uh, are horse people. And I know a lot of people that when they're buying real estate and they talk to us about this, they're looking for horse property or some place that they can board horses or some place that they can maybe get their own horse or other livestock. Um, the old, uh, old agrarian type of lifestyle when we lived in the country, when we uh, took care of farm animals, um, there was a different feeling back then. I, I grew up in, on a farm, Annie and Matt, and, and um, there is an element of peace when you're dealing with animals because they don't talk back for the most part, <laughs> and they follow direction. And mm -hmm. you learn it's a relationship that you're, you're working on, and many young people don't have a chance to develop relationships with their parents because they might be working parents or whatever the situation might be. And so I can see where equestrian therapy uh, would really be helpful to some of these young kids. Uh, when people want uh, a, a rural lifestyle, you really can't find it in the city of Reno, in mm -hmm. the city anymore. You have to go outside. That's why we talk about areas like Yarrington, Minden, Gardnerville. Wellington. I grew well, up in Wellington. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know anybody that grew up in Wellington. Yeah. We had 40 acres of sagebrush. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. And how big, what, you graduate in high school in Wellington? Smith Valley High School, And yeah. uh, how big was your graduating class? 14 students. 14? It's one of the bigger classes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Annie. Yeah. Oh, man. But it was so, a great place to grow up as a kid. You know, mm -hmm. we were free to ride your bikes and dirt roads and yeah. just had to watch out for rattlesnakes and coyotes yeah. and, you know, yeah. be home by dark. Yeah. Know? Well, there's a lot of great opportunities for people that want to live in those kinds of lifestyles because the Fernley, Nevada area, it's been talked about a lot lately. It's really taken off. It's really growing. It's about $150,000 behind Reno. What does that mean? It means that instead of paying $400,000 for the median home price in Fernley, like you would in Reno, it's more like two fifty or two sixty. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely huge what a 30-minute drive difference can make in your ability to purchase a home. And if you're looking to purchase a home in Fernley or in one of the other rural areas around, in and around Reno, there's your opportunity. Get a few goats. Maybe get a cow. A horse. A or pony. Bees. bees. I mean, <laughs> there's so many things. And you talk about great therapy. Annie, uh, my bees are my therapy. I absolutely love them because I know what these kids are going through when they have this equestrian therapy. They're only thinking about that moment right there. They're only thinking about that horse, like I'm only thinking about that honeybee. And that's all you can think about because it's a little bit dangerous. It's kind of scary. <laughs> and yet it's very safe as long as you focus and you have confidence in yourself. I'm so excited about the great work you're doing at the Four Kids Foundation. We're going to talk more about the Polka Dance Party fundraiser with one of my favorite musicians, Corky, and the Wiener Schnitzels. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio.
Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Suntec Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. Suntec Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntec Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. Suntec Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call Suntec Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. Suntec Solar Screening. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio talking about all sorts of great things in northern Nevada. It's all happening because of real estate. When you have real estate kicking in the way it has in Reno, Sparks, and all throughout the Sierra Nevadas in northern Nevada, well, great things happen. And we're able to get more energy out of our productivity as the community grows. Economy is doing great. I see a lot of smiles on people's faces, and uh, I'm no different. I'm very happy with the way things are going across the country today, and I'm hoping we continue to have great success in our personal and our business ventures. My business venture and personal venture that I'm talking about at this moment is honey and bee pollen. That's what I'm doing as part of a beekeeper organization. It's called the Mason Valley Beekeepers. And as a member, do a lot of great things for the community by keeping the bees healthy, keeping them out there doing their pollination work. But we also educate people on the importance of beekeeping and some of the benefits, like the health benefits of honey. Ron Fresenden is going to be talking um, with us about those health benefits at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Also, we'll learn about apitherapy. Yeah, a little sting here and there is maybe going to be good for you. With, is that right? Woo! Apitherapy, the beehive pharmacy. Well, I know what they're talking about. In some cases, they're talking about the actual products that come from honeybees. You know that honey itself is antiseptic. And so if you get injured, you can put honey on a wound and it will heal so much faster. And honey has so many great benefits. Well, if you have allergy issues, best thing you can do is eat a little bit of honey from a local beekeeper close to your home. You'll gradually get used to the pollen that is in the air by eating a little bit of the honey now and then. And you also enjoy your toast all the more so. It's all happening. The information, the great show at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 21 and 22 in Yarrington, Nevada. Get all the details, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Annie, I was talking a little bit about bee pollen facts when we were in the break. It's one of the richest, most flavorful natural foods ever discovered, and the incredible nutritional and medicinal value of pollen has been known for thousands of years. You see, bee pollen, bee pollen grains, they, they contain a little male germ cell from the flowering plant species that the bees visit. It plays an essential role in the fertilization and the propagation of the plants. But ultimately what it helps do is it helps the worker bees make honey. One teaspoonful of bee pollen contains about 12,000 pellets. And each one of those pellets has the capacity to supply all the factors necessary to fertilize and reproduce the plant species that it visits. What's the long and the short of it? Bee pollen contains some of the best things for your body that you can ever imagine. Amino acids, protein, it's just amazing. You'd have to eat tons and tons of beef, milk, eggs, and cheese to get the benefits from just a small amount of bee pollen. I'm getting a bee pollen collector this year, Annie, and I'm hoping you can sample some of my bee pollen. Are you about ready? Oh, yeah. I've had your honey. It's delicious. Well, the honey's great, but the bee pollen, it's super on things like hmm. ice cream or yogurt or smoothies or even just eating it. It's hmm. just a great thing. Matt, you ever had bee pollen? Not, not once. Well, <laughs> well, next time you come back, I'm going to have a little sample for you. I hope so. All right. <laughs> Hey, we're talking about uh, Nevada State real uh, Nevada real estate. I want to cover some of the stats that we have from the latest uh, information that we get from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. They released their 2019 fourth quarter and 2019 reports on existing homes in Reno and Sparks, Fernley. Uh, earlier in January, 
And the fourth quarter of uh, activity was pretty, pretty strong, as we expected it would be. The median home price in Reno Sparks finished at $399,000, hmm. a 6% increase from the year before, uh, and right about the same as uh, 2019's uh, third quarter. Uh, so a little bit of a plateau as we ended up uh, as we finished up the year. If we focus a little bit tighter into the North Valleys, you know, up there in uh, Spanish Springs, Wingfield Springs, median home price there a little bit higher, $410,000. We bring it back south a little bit just towards Sparks and Sparks proper, a little bit better better value there, median home price, same time period, $368,500. We talked about it firmly a little bit. Median home price, fourth quarter of 2019, $270,000. That's still pretty huge when you think about it for Fernley, as I hear some people say. But the fact is, Fernley is becoming the next Reno of northern Nevada, the way things are going in business, the way things are going in the trends of availability of home. It's going to become East Reno. (laughs) Yes, there you go. (laughs) So it's all good. Great opportunities. But, you know, no, no matter how great your house is, no matter where you live, no matter how much you enjoy where you're living, you've got to be thinking about other people. That's really where I get my great satisfaction. And Annie, it is so great to know that you are in charge of the good folks at the Four Kids Foundation. I've been invited to some boards in the past, and I've joined a number of boards in the past, and um, I've had to have some recruiting functions in the past. And at some of the boards that I've been involved with, it's been kind of tough sometimes to get people recruited to join some of these specialized organizations. I would imagine it's not quite as difficult when you're talking about the Four Kids Foundation because it's for kids. Right. I mean, who doesn't love kids? Very few people. The Grinch, maybe. Yeah, maybe Scrooge. <laughs> but in the end, the Grinch even, you know. He did come around, didn't he? Yeah, he Cindy did come Lou around. Who really got to him. Yeah, I did. I think it was that little dog with those antlers on it. Yeah. Right? God, it kills me every time. But uh, the kids, uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. You know, I... I, I visit friends that I haven't seen maybe in five or ten years sometimes off and on, and next thing you know, you know, the kids, they just grow so fast. Next thing you know, they're adults. Next thing you know, they're voting. They're, uh, they're, they're impacting my life. It's so important that we take care of our kids, show them that we love them, because we need them to do the same. Do we not love the kid? They need to love the kids that come up behind them as well. And Annie, as I said, I said it with some jest, but there's an element of truth in all jest. As we get older, we need to depend on the young people to take care of us. So it's important to give them an example, lead by example. When I talked about my interaction with the JCs as a little boy, that's what I got out of it. They were my example of doing great things for other people. Mm-hmm. And they must have been so happy that day because they were looking at me in my ragtag clothes on that little tricycle that they gave me that day. It was just so awesome. Wow. Wish I had that tricycle today, Annie. Mm-hmm. If somebody came to you and said there's a little boy named Peter, he's he got everything he wants, but he needs a tricycle, maybe you'd give that to me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) We didn't have running water at my house in those days. We didn't have an indoor toilet at my house at those days. Uh, But I had a little tricycle, and I was just so happy on that farm. Annie, I know the feeling those kids get when you visit them. Uh, When people need those services and they need things for their life, like a new computer or maybe a musical instrument or whatever it is, Annie, do you deliver that, or do they come to your office? How does how is the handoff? How is that? Yeah, so we'll we'll pay the service provider directly, like if it was the dentist, orthodontist, or a medical provider. Mm-hmm. For other services, we will order the product to be delivered to the family. In uh-huh. the case of when we buy computers, uh, and then there's other situations where we actually shop with local families just to ensure the proper use of the funds that they go for the product intended. Mm-hmm. Just in December, we had a request from a family that was really struggling. And they just asked for a little bit of help to uh, provide a Christmas for their two kids. And the board approved a little shopping trip to Walmart. Mm. So the day before Christmas, with all the craziness at Walmart, I met the mom to go shopping uh, to get the kids a, few, a couple of toys. And you know what was really interesting about this trip is she, had, she, met, she was shopping before I got there. Mm-hmm. And we meet at the cash register. And she had the cart in the um, layaway section because she said... The aisles were kind of in disarray, and she didn't really know how much everything cost, so she wanted to be sure she had the right, you know, amount for the award that was awarded. And so we went to layaway, and some random man had come in and said he wanted to pay off somebody's layaway. Mm. Could he pay for the the toys that were in this cart? And the lady said, well, sure, the the cash register uh, gal. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they got some extra toys from some random stranger that just came in to pay off her cart 
of toys. And she started crying. She couldn't stop hugging me for what Four Kids Foundation was doing to help. And then this random person that she could never thank again because he left and wanted to be sure that nobody had his name. You know, he just came in the day before Christmas. So well, there's some awesome people out there. Helping people here. Well, you know? I'd like to thank that man, whoever he is. Yeah. Was he wearing a hat by chance? Didn't, didn't, didn't see him. Didn't, didn't see him. <laughs> Nobody saw this man, the stranger. You know, that's really uh, that's really the height of generosity. Is oh, when you're yeah. willing to give, and you don't really care about recognition or even um, even having anybody aware of what you do. I mean, that's that just shows you again, Annie, that man must feel, feel to this day so good about the things that he's done. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to be generous and everybody to be kind and think about other people. And yeah, we got to think about ourselves. We have to survive. We want to be successful. We want to look good, whatever it takes. But in the big picture, great satisfaction from caring and thinking about other people. I love the people at the Four Kids Foundation because I know the work that you do, Annie. And I know that anytime you see somebody doing work that looks easy, it is anything but. Mm -hmm. If you make it look easy, I know how tough it is back there. I mean, how many people do you have on your board? Uh, we have room for 12. We just brought on a, our 11th okay. board member today. And you have meetings on a regular we basis? We meet every two weeks by phone to yeah. discuss applications as they come through. Yeah. We can approve an application within 24 hours on an emergent basis. Yes. Otherwise, we reserve every two weeks for those discussions. Yeah, but We meet quarterly for our quarterly board meetings. And then our, it's a working board, so yeah. they're there to help support me and uh, go to events and presentations and our fundraising events also. Oh, you guys are doing a great job, and I love your president of the board. Oh, Jerry well, Hill. of course. She's fantastic. <laughs> you better say that. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? It's been great to have you here on the show. Thank any, you. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Excuse me? Any final thoughts for our oh, listeners? Oh, well, join us for the Polka Party Dance Party yes. in April. Mm -hmm. And we also have a golf, golf tournament, so if you're not a dancer and you're a golfer, join us for the golf tournament in September. Everything is on our website, 4kidsfoundation.org. 4kidsfoundation.org. Annie, we'll put it on our website. Thank you. NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Maybe make it easy for people to find it. Also, Matt Rittenhouse has been with us. Matt's a board member of the 4Kids Foundation. Also, a mortgage lender, oh, a personal, personal banker. banker. Also, yes. a personal banker <laughs> at Nevada State Bank. I'm glad you came in on to our show today. Any final thoughts for our listeners as well, Matt? Uh, no. Thank you so much for having me. You guys show up to the polka dance Cut a rug, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we're going to be there. Get jiggy wow. with it. Uh, we'll have to compare Lederhosen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to do that. I'm sure I can't even hold a candle to your Lederhosen game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the youth of today, the little they know. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being with us, Matt. It's been awesome. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Tell your friends and family, too, we're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. We can help them, too, make a great deal when it comes to time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.